You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Hi, I'm Dave Anthony, uh-huh. and this is an American History Podcast. And each week, I read a story from American history to my friend. Kareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. What in the fuck was that? I don't know. I don't know what your energy must make him. He, your cat just bit you twice, but now he's happy. Now he's like a what do you mean little he's otter. happy. He's that happy was an now. assault. <laughs> it didn't go as planned. It didn't go as planned. It went as planned for him. That was. I literally watched an assault. Look, and this is this is an abusive relationship this that is you're in. Absolutely not. Because now you're petting him and rubbing him as if he just you don't did not know him you. like I know him. Yeah. Okay. So it's easy to walk in and say. I Say don't what? Like how, I don't like how you guys are. You know, you're just, he's, you're just, it's, he's been, he's had a few drinks. A lot, a, there's a lot of places that. There, he's been a, eating a lot tonight. There's a lot of places he's where you can get. He's high on food. He's food Help buzz. for this. Look at me. Do you need out? I can get you to a safe house. Do you need out? Can I bring Jose? No. Fuck. I'm telling you. I, that he's the he's the we are both the problem. I mean, this is you need take to take him. He's better than me. Save him. Take him to the safe place. I'll stay here. I I think you're scared, and I think you're really scared, and I think you you're you've been trapped in this so long <laughs> that you can't see a way out. I love him. He bit you twice, and that's why you're petting him. <laughs> Look, I don't. Don't your dogs bite you? No. Oh, that sounds lovely. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Come on, Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Eighteen thirty-eight, year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say a prayer. Nope. No, we always start with a prayer. It's never. We happen. always literally it's go back never, and listen. It's never happened. every show. It's never happened. It's always been a religious. Listen podcast. to one show. This has been. Listen to one show. This is the most. Listen reli- to one show, and what you just said is totally, if actually incorrect. Shows about religion and the <laughs> Lord you Jesus Christ. Call this the most religious show. We're the most religious podcast in America. That's insane. Akio Kashiwagi sure. was born in Tokyo, Japan. Most of his childhood is unknown. Okay. Akio's father was a skilled carpenter who specialized in temples and shrines. Okay. He was uh, the middle child of a family of 10. Okay. So his parents, you know, yeah, we're, got uh, busy for yeah, sure. When he came boots. home from a day of building a shrine, he knocking was like... the boots. I'm hot. He was like, "Hey, just finished building the shrine. Now, baby girl, get over here. You're all mine." Is that was that what he would do? Yeah, and then it'd be like, <laughs> bang, wow, wow, bang, wow, 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 "I think that." Wow, wow, wow. That's racist. That's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he dro- he ended up dropping that's, out that's, of high that's school. That's like hanging out on Twitter. <laughs> what you just did. It's like, what? No, you are. Oh God, damn it. Uh, he dropped out of high school okay. uh, at 16. Uh, he went to work on a farm. Okay. Now, even as a young man, Akio, uh, his, his friends always said he had guts, and he had a knack for business, and he was a hard worker. Okay. 
So when he was 20, he became a mountain guide and luggage handler. Oh, God damn it. Is uh, there, I mean, um, that, that, uh, I do try to think of these sort of occupations when I become, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, dude, someone was hauling luggage up a mountain. Yeah, Mount Fuji. Uh, Mount Fuji. Wasn't all the way at Mount Fuji, but like, Still, I think. Still, an incline in any, uh, taking luggage on an escalator is a pain. Yeah. It's not ideal. But he was in shape, I'm sure. Oh, well, yeah, he must have been. Yeah, yeah. he's got that. He got that luggage gut. He's got a Samsonite uh, abs. That's right. <laughs> it is believed that uh, that was where he was when he began to make contacts and picked up a familial, familial, <laughs> familiar familiarity of local land deals. Others say his wife, who was an ex geisha who was six years older than him, had the contacts. Okay. Either way, Akio went into real estate. Okay. He moved to a nearby town called, oh, I should have looked this up. <laughs> That's an interesting place. Kawaji- That's where you live. <laughs> Kawaguchiko. Whoa. In the 1960s. We apologize to the residents of that place. Absolutely. Uh, so this is, uh, right, uh, this is right when the Fuji Subaru, Subaru Highway uh, that would go halfway up Mount Fuji was finished. Okay. So that uh, obviously brought tourists. Right. Uh, so Akio's first deal was for just $600. It's a, when, he, when he bought his first piece of land or building or whatever, 600 bucks. that's it. Okay. In 1971, a bridge over Kawamuchi Lake was completed, and new developments transformed the sleepy little town into a hot tourist area. Great. This is, this is the story of us. <laughs> And hey, it's a quiet place. What should we do? Let's put a bunch of shit on let's it. Let's build a bridge let's and a, crazy. a tunnel and maybe an arcade, yeah, some bars. Why would you want just a mountain if you can't? Maybe just the one garbage can right there for everything. And yeah, we don't need a garbage can. Well, garbage you're right. Cans. Let's save a little money. Let's just say, yeah. okay, the streets are trash. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, real estate values shot up and were worth millions. His he just he had so bought he, a bunch of pieces of land for cheap, and then the. Tour sh- shit happen so and boom. Was, yeah, right. Okay. He's wealthy overnight. Right. Well, not overnight, but you get it. Right. A friend of Akio said he, quote, couldn't stop laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> I'm assuming that is a figure of speech. And is that where that comes from? If not. Or it might be what actually happened to him. <laughs> all the way to the bank is a. When you actually think about what that entails, it yeah. is pretty great. Someone always like, so I have so much money. This is honestly, this is legitimately crazy. <laughs> checking, checking, sir. What is he looking at, bananas, your cat? Yeah, my cat's just uh, come into contact with bananas for the first time, and he's, okay. he's just hanging, he's intrigued. Okay. Wouldn't you be? First time you saw a banana? I don't know, not like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd stand on him. On your little uh, So now, That's Rich. scratching post? Now, now he's rich, okay. right? So Akio uh, went into money lending. Okay. So I'm, it's nice to see the gradual progression of this. He did not have a great reputation as in the in, money lending business. As in what? he? Well, he was known to just take off when a debtor's loan was due. Okay. Uh, so the debtor couldn't pay him back. Is that the opposite of every lender ever? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to... Who is like, I just can't get in touch with my bookie. I want to pay the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, I, you know, I think I'm going to have to break his kneecaps if he doesn't meet up with me soon. Well, so then this would put the debtor into more debt. 
because he, oh, pa- okay. he passed the deadline, right? So oh, now he owes. Is that why he's doing it? Yeah. Okay, so that's different. Okay, yeah. right. So, but you still want to find him because you're like, dude, please. Gotta, yeah, he's like, oh man, you so many fees. Yeah, I mean, I would try to come in two weeks early, but yeah, it's like Bank of America, the human. <laughs> it's going to be the movie we're going to make. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes what uh, Aki would end up being able to seize the person's property because wow. he would fuck them right. over so much. Right. Okay. A local resident said, quote, if you went to his office, everyone would think you were penniless, so people avoided socializing with him. If Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. So it sounds like he's not probably a lonely dude, too. Well, he's making cash, though. Sure. Is that no, all that matters? Yeah, no. Judging by the intensity on the look you're giving me, it's yeah. all that matters. It's all that matters. Yep. You're hurting my hand. Local newspapers started reporting on his business and his business practices. Okay. Stories of his nefarious ways began appearing more and more often. It was believed that he hired Yakuza to force oh, out Jesus, what? To force out reluctant tenants if he wanted to buy the property. <laughs> well, that is That's what you do. I mean That's called being a developer. <laughs> what like how long after the eviction notice until Yakuza's there? A uh, half a day. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I'm still packing. Yeah, uh, come on. Okay, um, I'm going to leave Take t- that finger off. What about my kids? Nope. All right. Well, goodbye guys. Yakuza's here. Bye. Love you so much. <laughs> oh god. Please, I just love my kids so much. Oh, my throat is being drained of blood. Um, so he opened up a Tokyo branch of his business in 1895. There he... Re- oh, Yakuza's been around for a while. Yeah, oh, Yakuza's sure been around forever. Forever. Uh, so while he was there, he reclaimed land that uh, a kindergarten uh, was built on because the owner of the land couldn't repay a loan. This is heartless. So while the local local community angrily protested, he evicted the kids, tore down the kindergarten. Evicted children? And, built. and then did he have like six-year-old Yakuza show up? Just like, <laughs> hey, man, get out of here. Sorry. But we're playing. Hey, look, we're Yakuza Junior. You're not playing You're going to no have more. to get out of here. Yeah, your play days are over. Where are you going to have to get out of here now? We're baby Yakuza's. Uh, so he tore down the kindergarten. He built an apartment complex. Wow, he went through the whole... He went through it all. Wow. Didn't give a shit. Wow. Not two fucks given. Jesus. Uh, he, he And if they were, he'd leave town so that you'd own three. That's right. Yeah. He bought land from 60 families, uh, but one family refused to sell. Uh, so he's trying to buy this big you know, area of land. Right. It's a Sam- sitcom family's truck. refusing. Now, they, they own a pharmacy on the bottom floor of a building. Okay. And uh, Akio had purchased everything else, including the second floor. So there's a family living on the second floor. He buys that. Mm-hmm. So now he just can't. So on no, the first floor. I don't like... I, my guess is there's a nefarious tactic at, at play. Well, he starts, he starts a campaign of harassing against... Harassment against the family that lives there. Sure. Owns the business. Uh-huh. But they stay. They're not going anywhere. Okay. They're determined. So then he tore down the second floor. He tore down... So he removed their roof? <laughs> Did I he? Mean, I mean, I guess, I guess so. I guess, so I guess the roof is just the... He just took... He was like, yeah, all right. He didn't take the... I mean, there's, they still have a roof, but it's, it's the ceiling. It's right. Not a they roof. have a ceiling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They have insulation that's exposed to air. Yeah, yeah. It's not a great living situation. And he just... I don't even really know how this works. No, I don't either. I can just picture Rampage, the video game. That's all I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, so you just take... I don't think there's a comp on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but you just literally demolish... You take the first floor, the second floor off. Right. But, and it's just a two-story building. Yeah. He's not Jenga-ing this or anything. No, no. It's right. a two-story okay. building. Right. So he okay. just takes off the upper, upper, okay. upper okay. one. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. 
It's normal stuff. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. When I, when I ask these questions, they're abnormal questions, and it's obviously a normal thing. I didn't mean to frame it as anything it's out of the just, ordinary. It's just being a developer. It's, it's just the man standard. who bought a place and then was just like, I'm going to remove the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is when the family took Akio to court and got a restraining order. What? Okay. <laughs> but he's already It's done. already What's done. What's he going to do? It's already done. He's, uh, he's removing it again. <laughs> so... So still, he, he you know he's he's super rich. Uh, over time, he built a luxury house that came to be called the uh, Kashawagi Castle. Okay, uh, it was surrounded by a high concrete wall. Akio had searched the countryside for the perfect wood, Zelkova, and then he built the home using his own lumber mill. Okay, well, uh, that's what that's what a lot of people do. Sure, that's what I'm doing. Uh, he spent, they, they say, $38 million on that Oh, house. my God. And this is when? Uh, this is in the 80s. The- early 80s, I think. Uh, he had a private chef who cooked, cooked him marinated monkey meat. Oh, what? And I'm not... No, no, no. Kind. I'm just taking issue with marinating it. I think oh, no, a little salt, that's all you need for monkey meat. No, mm. you got to soak that. you got to really get the flavor out of the monkey. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. I don't know. Maybe I'm wired differently. I've, I mean, look, I eat a lot of monkey. I mainly eat monkey. Yeah. Uh, I do monkey paella. Yeah. And um, It's good. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, monkey for breakfast, monkey for lunch, monkey for dinner. I don't want to freak my cat out, but uh, it's bananas. I'm going to take off. Well, can I come? Let's stay here. Uh, there were always, always rumors that Akio had ties to the Yakuza. He had three sons. Uh, the family owned a Rolls Royce, a BMW, and a Jaguar. Akio collected antiques and diamonds. Okay. Akio said many were worth $385,000 per stone. I'm worried that he's a little too materialistic. <laughs> well, he bought traditional art by uh, a Japanese painter, uh, Yokoyama. Uh, and the pieces he owned were so rare that he sometimes lent them to local museums. Okay. But his personal style hmm. was far from flashy. He hated jewelry, even cufflinks. He pretty much only wore blue and white striped shirts and dull ties. Okay. And even though he had fancy cars, he only pretty much drove a Nissan President. What? Well, there's a couple problems there. I, the I, Nissan President? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, is that the car that when it runs out of fuel, it tells you it's full? <laughs> no. Uh, what it does is it, uh, it gets elected, and then it destroys poor people's lives. <laughs> it, just, it, it has a uh, radar where it'll just target <laughs> the poor right away. Well, um, I bet. It, I bet it's like another. Yeah, I mean, it's just a standard looking sedan. That's right? a bit of a fancy. I mean, it looks like it might be a fancier. It looks like a, uh, it looks a little like a Bentley. It will a Buick. I mean, look at that one. That's probably from the eighties. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, not it's, that a, great. it's a well, it's the eighties though. Nothing was great. But that's what that's when he was okay. doing his job. All right, so he has that, and uh, that's what he drives. But I don't understand. Okay, but what what is the point then of all the possessions? Just it's all status. I, well, I think that he just wanted a nice house, but like inside the house, house I could get inside the house is very sort of a minimalist Japanese. He's just got like mats and like you know it's really low key inside. So where's thirty eight million dollars going? I probably to the architecture and the wood and stuff. It's a lot. <laughs> when inside you just got mats. Got a pretty sweet wall. Remember? Imagine going over to his house, like honey, we're gonna go. We're going to. It's gonna be unbelievable. Okay, we're going over to Akio's place tonight. It's gonna be unreal. Yeah. And then you walk in and you're like, huh? And he's like, hey, hey. And there's just there's you want just, a mat? 
there's just gutted monkeys all over in a pile. <laughs> just monkey and skeletons then... and nine yoga mats. <laughs> hey, how long you guys want to hang out? Uh, so he made his own traditional picked, uh, pickled vegetables himself, and he loved to watch samurai dramas on TV. Okay. His biggest regret was how he had raised his oldest son. He thought he had been too strict, and this had led his son to hang out with some criminal types. His son would come to the house and steal and fence the goods. What the hell is the kid going to steal? I mean, yeah, the kid's stealing goats. He's like, all right, I got a pillow and a towel. That's all we have inside. (laughs) Why do you keep coming back with dead monkeys, man? Hey, listen, this is all the old man has in there. I'm trying to find some live ones, but I mean, he, the, I walk in, he's sucking the meat off the bone. Your family's out of its fucking mind, Hey, bro. man, I did, look, we, yeah. Uh, as the 80s, uh, as the late 80s came, Akio's friends said he began to ease up and soften a bit. Okay. He started helping. I'm eating stuff that's not monkey now. <laughs> I'm having a salad every Wednesday. <laughs> he started helping friends who were in debt. Uh, he was older. He was diagnosed with diabetes and gallstones. See, that's why you can't just be living on that monkey diet. I agree. Monkey, <laughs> monkey meat will just give you gallstones. Yeah, yeah like I mean, come on. Skip a monkey every other day, would you? Eat an uh, apple. Yeah, eat an apple. <laughs> this dude so many monkeys. Uh, he, uh, he stopped drinking his favorite drink, whiskey and water, and switched to green tea or just straight water. Okay. Started losing weight. Uh-huh. Uh, he still chain smoked, mild seven cigarettes, but gotta have you know, something. Gotta have a little thing. In the late eighties, Akio uh, started gambling. No, here we go. As Dave puts his foot on the clutch, it goes to gear too. <laughs> According to James Osborne, who was a rich guy involved in casinos, uh, who ran the high stakes Aspinall Room uh, in the Diamond Beach Hotel Casino in Darwin, Australia, Akio came on the radar. In 1987. Okay. Osborne was told by his boss to go to Tokyo to meet with Akio, who was getting a reputation for being a huge Baccarat player in Vegas. Okay. Now, I've read a little bit about Baccarat, and it's essentially like flipping a coin, and you just kind of bet which sides. I mean, it's really... It's It's a card game, though. Yeah, but it's it's a card game, but it's it's, it's it's the way people compared it to. They're like, it's like betting on flipping a coin, and... And you're just and the the odds are you know pretty even between you and the house. Okay. So Osborne convinced Akio uh, to gamble in Darwin. He goes up. He goes. You got to come down to Darwin. It's closer than Vegas. And right. where else you're going? We're right, right here. Right, we right. got a we got a casino. In two days, Akio won ten million dollars. Okay. <laughs> okay. The casino. And was ba- the guy like, get the fuck out of here? What have I I done? Was, why did you come? Why are you? Why here? did you come here? Get out of here. The ca- Take your monkey suitcase and go. The uh, the casino barely had enough money to cover the debt. <laughs> Two weeks later, he Jesus. came back and he won six million dollars. Oh my god! What ban this man? Can you ban him? But he had uh, he had brought a friend along who lost six million dollars, so the casino was okay. Okay, but word was out. So he needs to make like bring like someone who knows how to gamble a little bit. Better. A little, yeah, for sure. So, but word is out, and all across the world, casinos now knew about Akio Kashiwagi. Okay. Osborne's casino sent a tape to Steve Wynn, uh, who's uh, in who's, Vegas. And, uh, who's, and by the way, whose politics I really completely aligned with. Oh, you do. Oh, I thought you were going to say the with. opposite of yours. I'm completely aligned yeah. with. Well, he's a fucking madman. 
He's an unbelievable, misunderstood genius. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I don't think you know what that word means. Uh, got that Wayne Newton face. Okay. So he sends a tape to Steve Wynn and uh, has Steve Wynn's security people look at it. Okay. Now, Akio had lost $6 million at Wynn's Casino a year earlier. Okay. He should have gone to his other one, Loss. Uh, <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, That's, that joke is sponsored by, let's go to SMAD. To the ad copy. This joke was sponsored by. Come on, help bail me out. That was terrible. Fra- Frank's hot Frank, dogs. Frank's hot dogs in Frank, San Luis Obispo. Frank's hot dogs in St. Louis Obispo. Frank's hot dogs. We're on the beach. They're not on the beach. They're in town. Don't fuck with the slogan. Uh, so, uh, uh, so when they did that, Wins people looked at the video. They looked at the video from Darwin. They looked at their own videos, and they found. They couldn't find anything that Akio no was No noticeable doing difference. Okay. To, to, to win all that money. Okay. Now, the Chinese partners in the Darwin uh, Casino had, had an expensive feng shui consultant come in. Oh, good God. And well, I mean, Earth, take us. So uh, he said that they had to alter and refit the doors. Uh, For where? At the front doors of the casino, and then they had to. Uh, the, there was a, a net above the background table. They had to hide that. They had to hide the net and this put is a, all for a dragon's and put a movement? fish fish tank next to the background table, and then the feng shui would be good. This is okay. This is this, this is, is classic casino. This stuff. is a little. This is a little stinky. Casinos always bring in a feng shui guy. Feng shui guy. What? Uh, uh, I mean, so on. so it didn't work. It's the part I'm born to play. Okay, so they do it. They put the fish tank in, they get rid of the net, they change the doors, it doesn't work. Okay. Akio comes back in Christmas 1990 and wins $5 million. Well, he didn't win as much, so maybe... That's right, maybe the, the fish tank... The dragon's tail is yeah, near... okay. It's not able to fully Y turn out, but it sure. can move around the room. Yeah, all right. Uh, soon he returned on a chartered jet, uh, sent by the casino and won another $5 million after gambling all night. So now the casino is fucking broke. Why do they keep like, inviting Because they just think it's he's like going to lose. It's like me and lose. Jose. They're like, he's got to lose. Gotta he's due. He's got to okay, lose. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the casino's broke. The owners had to put more cash in to keep the casino from going bankrupt. Uh-huh. Still, casinos all over the world want Akio to gamble in their places. Okay. And he did. Okay. Akio carried as much as $1.5 million in cash in two bags when he went on gambling trips to casinos in Europe, Australia, and the United States. Okay. Akio claimed he had an income of $100 million a year and assets of $1 billion. <laughs> okay. All right. But that it, doesn't sound... That's a lot. That's a lot. For back then, that's a lot. Okay. Uh, he became known, and I mean, it's still a lot now, but I think we have a lot more billionaires now. That yeah, need to you be, better believe uh, we do because we finally fire. figured out how to make. Excuse me. What'd you say? What'd you say? Said who on fire? The billionaires. What? Just a little bit of fire. If you no, we don't want to hurt them. We want to be them. Oh no, no, we want to. We want to take all their money away, and so they don't have it, and make. I want. I want every billionaire to have to live. Uh, uh, we reverse. Give all the homeless people uh, the billionaires' money and make the billionaires homeless and just have them live it out for a little while. Oh, my God. I want to watch the reality show Flip My Society (laughs) and see that happen. Oh, oh, my God. 
Uh, so Akio became known in the gambling world as the warrior. Sure. He would gamble for two days straight without sleeping. Oh, well, there's the name. Uh, high rollers are few, and the biggest are often discussed among casino owners. Okay. Akio was known to bet up to $250,000 a hand. Jesus Christ. And he's playing back the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Now, a guy named Donald Trump got into casinos in 1984. Dave. <laughs> Dave, why? I didn't know. We got a guest star? And soon he moved into boxing. Dave, what? I'm not ready for this. Outbidding Las Vegas casinos to hold championship bouts at his casinos. He had the greatest boxers of the time in his rings, Tyson Foreman, all the George Cooney, all, all, the, all the big ones. Trump, quote, I put on these fights because I'm a fan. I do it because I like it. It's exciting. People really react to it. You wouldn't see this kind of excitement at the opera or ballet. That's, that's a pro- that, by the way, that's a promise you can make for most things. Yeah. Yeah. Because those are pretty tame yeah. events. Look, it takes a smart man to compare boxing to opera or ballet. I mean, how many people are smart enough to say, look, this sporting event is more exciting than the ballet? You know what this is better than? A funeral. (laughs) The the fights brought publicity, and also the fights brought in high rollers. Sure. Or as they are known, gambling whales. Correct. It worked. Uh, He was making a killing off whales on fight nights. Philadelphia Inquirer, quote, According to the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame, Trump spent about $3.2 million to bring the Spinks-Cooney bout to Atlantic City, and gamblers left $7.2 million at his tables. Okay, so, so win. Doubling his money. Yeah. In July 1987, Trump bought the troubled Taj Mahal Casino while it was still under construction. Okay. Paid $675 million to buy and finish construction. Okay. This was mostly done through junk bonds at a 14% interest rate. So he's paying a very high rate. Now he's got a a lot of overhead. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So even before the Taj Mahal opened, Trump is scrambling to make money. Okay. Now... Did he bring the ballet to town finally? uh, Better than the boxing. You know, ballet's not that exciting. Very fun. The dancers have agreed. They're going to fight each other. After Akio's uh, victory in uh, Darwin, Trump spoke to the owner of the Darwin Casino about it. Okay. And he heard about Akio's winnings, and he also heard that Akio had lost at Wynn's Casino. Okay, right. So Trump started trying to court Akio. Okay. Uh, This is when he was a Democrat, right? Yeah, right. Uh, But Trump's top... Uh, casino executive said, do not invite Akio to Atlantic City. Can, okay, so I guess I don't fully... Uh, I, the idea... Is the, is the idea that they keep going, this guy's bound to lose? Or is it like, this guy's sort of known, so it's like a cool thing to have him I mean, here. It's like having a celebrity here, and I just don't think he's going to... Think, I think most people lose when they gamble, like right. just in general. So right. I, the odds are in your favor. But if I heard a guy, if I'm a casino owner and I hear yeah. a guy like puts on these streaks, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I'll ask the third-tiered yeah, Baccarat I, player to come and not this guy. I agree this guy with you. Is but he, Godzilla. He, he, right now, he's top five in the world, Baccarat player. Like he's, yeah. he's I the mean, top five. Has to be. Uh, I mean, he's making... Top five high roller, anyway. Right. Okay. 
they just think he's going to lose. Again, right. Baccarat is Flipping like a, a coin, coin flip, except it's got like a 1.2% so favors it's very, the House. It's very, uh, so being a top five, are you not immediately just overly scrutinized as like... I mean, none of it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just it's needed fine. A, I needed a catch. I needed a moment. But Trump wants him, right? So, sure. so um, his, his top executive said it's too risky. Don't bring him. But Trump doesn't listen. Okay. In February of 1990, Mike Tyson was going to fight Buster Douglas in Tokyo, uh-huh. and Trump was the promoter. Okay. Wow. I can't believe... I don't remember... Yeah, he was, into, he was into uh, promoting for a while, uh, but he, he lost his ass on it in the end. I mean, because of this fight. So okay. The, right. The, this fight is when Tyson loses. loses the now, big, biggest upset in boxing history at the time, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Tyson can sell tickets, and now you're... And then Douglas loses, and then the next guy loses. So it's like a, a cascading... Right, 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 right. Uh, so Trump, Trump goes to Tokyo, uh, in a party. That's, by the way, that's one of my favorite movies. Trump goes to Tokyo. It's, it's amazing. fucking amazing. It's awesome. It's so great. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. so much taller. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff. When I'm he eats, big... the, when he eats the sushi, it's just so funny. It's undercooked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so there's a party for friends and business, uh, people, right? Sure. Um, the night before the fight, Tyson's there and Trump. Is like escorting Tyson around the room so people can take pictures with him. Boy, to just have a recording of those two. Oh my god! Right, talking about rape. Jesus, no, you don't think so? Because they're both terrible people. Honestly, yeah, they. When you honestly think about, they were just probably yes, it was probably. Yeah, they're the worst. Two of the worst humans. Sexual predatory. Yeah, they're really bad humans. I mean, in my head for a minute, it was going to be about something light, but uh, (laughs) that day's come and gone. So Trump saw uh, Akio standing in the corner, and he walks over, and he puts his arm around Akio's shoulder, and he tries to get Tyson in for a picture, and Akio starts yelling, no picture, no picture, while he covers his face. Wow. And Donald is, Trump is like, you are my opposite completely. <laughs> Which, according to some people, is another indication that he's involved with the Yakuza. Yeah, I mean, he, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... Trump took the opportunity uh, to talk to uh, Akio and give him, uh, you know, a deal to come to Atlantic City. Okay. So he fl- he flies him out uh, from Tokyo on a on a jet, uh, first class, and a few days later, Akio arrives in Atlantic City at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Trump meets him at the door, and he gives him an autographed copy of The Art of the Deal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Man, I, I there's a lot of inconsistency <laughs> with this man, but somehow there is like the the most consistency yeah. as well. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> man, what if I gave mean, like for Christmas, giving people if I signed our book and gave it to? I mean, could you just imagine the expression <laughs> on people's face? Like ten books, hey, there you go. That's for you. You like it? That's mine. <laughs> For some That's reason, my signature. It looks like a heart attack. For, for some reason, Akio did not immediately gamble. He just went up to the two-level penthouse suite that he was giving and, and, and locked himself in for two days. That's the best thing yes. to do. Yes. Make all that money gambling I, and then just lock yourself in the room for what? five days and be like, I had a great time. I and then just great, leave. I had a great, you guys make an unbelievable monkey sandwich. <laughs> this place is unbelievable. Uh, it had an ocean view. It had butler service, a grand what piano. What do you need? It had an 800,000 jade I learned Buddha. how to play uh, the piano while I was here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you guys, this is so great. Thank you so much. I think next time I come here, I might gamble. 
So he's in the penthouse for two days, and then he comes out on a Friday night uh, at the table, which is roped off with velvet ropes just for him. Jesus. Right? It's been that way the whole time since he got there. Okay. There are piles of $5,000 chips waiting for him. Uh, one Messed out dealer waiting. One $250,000 stack of chips was over a foot high. Okay. Wow. Okay. Akio was surrounded uh, by 10 hotel bodyguards. He plays a marathon session as casino officials watch. They give him hot towels. He had his own private bathroom to use. Trump hired a Japanese chef to cook him meals. Oh my God. But it's not like that's weird because other casinos had actually flown in tableware from Akio's favorite restaurants in Japan. What? Just go to Pier 1, would you? Rich people just live so fucking different. It's like, just it's crazy, just that level of like... It's insane. It's offensive. A little bit. <laughs> it's A little it's bit. just unreal. Ugh. But getting a whale into the casino worked. Media covered his gambling, which is what Trump wanted, sure, right? Publicity. Yeah, right. The Wall Street Journal, quote, Sipping tea amid tuxedo-clad bakre croupiers, Mr. Kashigawa... Uh, sorry, Kashiwagi, in his rumpled blue striped shirt and plain black slippers, has the look of a quarter slot machine player just off the bus from Hoboken. Uh, I, it's amazing sometimes. The the I, I don't even know if they know that they're taking a dig <laughs> by being like, like, you know what I mean? Like, not that it's wrong to like look, look this like fucking take, rich guy. Looks like he's from Jersey. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's just weird. It is. It's weird. Just like just, nobody cares. Yeah. What's the content? The Philadelphia Inquirer wrote that dozens of not wealthy gamblers looked over a marble wall to watch him make huge bets. One woman, quote, all that money. How can anyone? I just can't imagine. (laughs) The senior executive of the casino, Jack O'Donnell, said it was exactly the publicity Trump wanted. Quote, uh, that Kashiwagi chose Trump Plaza was an enormous coup for us. He was the perfect complement to the world-class image we were marketing and enhanced the Trump image of elegance and excitement. Uh, Kashiwagi could propel Trump Plaza into into an entirely new realm of action. Yeah, assuming he doesn't... Take everything in the hotel. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's that's an obvious. But O'Donnell had warned Trump it was too risky. And pretty quickly, Akio started winning. Oh, boy. Trump was down $1 million in half an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does he want to go back up to the penthouse for a while? Get him some monkey spaghetti. Trump wrote in a book, quote, What the hell am I doing? I asked myself, cash flow is way down, and I'm playing with a guy who could win 40 or $50 million in a matter of days. <laughs> like how there are times in Trump's existence where he sounds like he quantum leaped into himself. <laughs> So it was now obvious that Trump's desire for publicity could put Trump Plaza out of business. Okay, right. Maybe Trump did not realize, or he did and didn't care, but while most games give a pretty good advantage to the house, Backrat, uh, as I said, just gives a relatively narrow edge to the dealer. Right, okay. I think 1.2%, I might be wrong, or 1.5%, but it's like 1.2%. It's nothing. Right. Quote, I was uh, merely sitting on the sidelines watching as one of the best gamblers in the world played against me for $250,000 per hand 70 times an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Trump was getting freaked out. (laughs) Yeah. 
He said for the first time since he owned the casino, he called down to the casino floor late at night to check on the situation and learned he was down $4 million. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. You and, flew him out. Yeah. It's a lot like to Trump, do to bet on coin flips. Yeah, and it's a lot like Trump's uh, snake story. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's getting bitten. Yeah, it's like why'd you bite me? Whoa, yes. whoa! Would you like to see? What is happening? Oh, I didn't Jesus ask for that. This is the problem with these stupid watches. I didn't know. I didn't know that was the thing. Why is it? What, what, what do you need it for? Uh, it e- exercise. Okay. Because the Fitbit you came Fitbit got bought by Google, and and I don't want Google to have my information. Oh, Dave, come on. Do you want Google to have your health information? Absolutely. The fifth, the the. I trust you know the, it helps me exercise and helps right, me stay on right, top of shit. Right, yeah. You know, best search engine, Acosia. What's happening right now? Acosia better than Google. Duck, duck, go. No. Duck, duck, go. Acosia plants trees. Oh well, duck, duck, go is uh, private. Like they don't give out any information. Trees. Okay. Uh, so where were we before we were rudely interrupted? Uh, um, he was down six, four million. Oh yeah. He's down $8 million. Eight million? S- eight million. So just soon, a little while later, four million turns into eight. <laughs> so, uh, Akio had now had so many chips that he had to pile them on the floor. Uh, that's not cool. For, I mean, I, I'm, an, I'm no fan of Trump, but I mean, he's just standing there like, oh my God, he's building a little castle around himself. Trump put on a carefree mask for the press. Literally. He told the Philadelphia Inquirer, who he asked to come down, quote, have you ever seen action like this? This guy's great. The best in the world. The best. <laughs> uh, uh, There's that spin. Akio gambled all weekend. His winnings went up and down, huge swings and millions of dollars. He was very quiet and would sometimes just smile as he lost a huge hand. Other times he would throw his cards down angrily. He would also occasionally make a fist and then open it as if he was releasing some kind of energy. Interesting. Which, like, like I get if you're playing blackjack, but you're literally just betting on nonsense. What does that look like? That just looks like you're like, ah, this. Yeah, all right, yeah. Like, you're a, a like bird you've go. created a butterfly in your hand. That's right. It. The spectators became more and more as news stories of the action came out. Akio was all about privacy, as we know, and all the people watching were irritating him. He suddenly just said he was returning to Tokyo. At that point, he was up $6 million. Oh, boy, okay. That's not, you, you do not want to hear that. Trump was livid. Yeah. He yelled at O'Donnell, quote, He quit, Jack! What the fuck? <laughs> oh shit! He thought Akio would st- would stay for several days and gamble, <laughs> but he was bailing after just two days. <laughs> well, he had two days in the hotel, two days of gambling, and yeah. he won six million. And now he's leaving. I mean, out. he's like, you've lost a lot of money. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I'll tell you what. At least he got the book. But a lot of it had to do with the fact that Trump kept in getting. The uh, spe- he's trying to get right, right, which is the guy right, doesn't want. Right, he just wants right, to fucking gamble, but right. Trump can't not do that. Right, right, right. Uh, so he's Gollum. He is Gollum. Um, so Trump immediately goes to Akio and pushed him to return as soon as possible. He's like, you got to come back. You got to come back you. and gamble. Been, it's been a so stress-free great. weekend for me. What a great time. Here's another book. It's signed again. Please come back. We'll have the same chef. Please, uh, come please come back. Please come back. Please come back. Please just come back. Come back. Lose your skill a little and then come back. 
Uh, a Trump executive suggested that Akio come back on December 7th, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why? It's just so what? fucking... Who? I, not that... Uh, like, I think framed properly, there's a world where I wouldn't be disgusted by that. But it's not this one. Hey, man, uh, what do you say you come back for Pearl Harbor, huh? It's uh, kind of a big day for our countries. So Trump... So Akio says he's going to come back at some point. So Trump consults a mathematics probability expert named Jess Markham. Can you imagine Trump sitting down with a math? I mean, he would be like taking the lead on everything. Yeah. No, I know. Exactly. That's how I do it. Yeah. So, well, what I'm saying is that you've got to, you, you keep in mind a lot. Yeah. The numbers. I got it. No, I'm not even saying yeah, the numbers. I understand. No, I'm not saying the percentages. I get it. Not the, the fractions. It's the same as percentages. Okay. No, I'm actually trying to teach you. Give me a pie chart. I'm better with those. Sir, if you can, I know, I'm Einstein. No, you're Donald Trump. I know, my first name's Einstein. It's Donald. Middle name's Einstein. It's not. My last name's Einstein. Stop it. So, Markham had worked at Rand Corporation, a think tank that, quote, aims for interdisciplinary and quantitative problems uh, solving by translating theoretical concepts from formal economics and physical sciences into novel applications of other areas using applied science and operations research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a fucking brainy, brainy place right. of, yeah. of brains right. who, who, who come up with horrible ideas. Okay. Well, Mar- what's the pl- name of the place? Uh, Rand Corporation. R-A-N-D? R-A-N-D. Okay. Markham also had a photographic memory and at some point became obsessed with gambling. He could always predict the outcome. Hmm. Wow. According, uh, why is this guy not in the uh, Akio business? Yeah, right. <laughs> Showing up too. According to documentarian Adam Curtis, uh, Las Vegas gangsters were fascinated by Markham and called him the ultimate. Okay. So Trump goes to Markham. Okay. And he wants Markham to figure out how to get the best odds against Akio when he returned. Okay. He's coming back for Pearl Harbor. We're going to celebrate and go big. He, <laughs> we're going to do it right. Classic. So Mar- Mar- Markham analyzes all the videos of Akio playing. Uh, and Markham realized there was only one way to increase the house's very slight advantage in Baccarat, and that was to keep the game going for as long as possible. Okay. Markham, along with an Atlantic City casino insider, uh, put together a proposal for Trump to take to Akio. Okay. The deal was for Akio to bring $12 million to the table. He would play until he either doubled it or lost everything. Wow. That's, that's, oh my God. I think, it's I a th- movie plot. I think the, and, oh yeah, here it is. So even if he was making enormous bets, it would take a long time for that to happen. Okay. Uh, Markham simulated the match <clears throat> in notes. And he thought Akio might go out in front early, but after 75 hours at the table, his chances of winning would drop to 15%. So you've got to keep him at the table for 75 hours. Yeah. (laughs) But the only way to keep him there, the only way to win is to keep him there. Yeah, right. Akio agreed to the terms. Wow. But there was no way to legally hold him to the deal, right? You can't legally do it. It's, right. it's a gentleman's agreement. Right. Uh, Trump believed high rollers were honor bound. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mean... just the best sentence that I've ever read. <laughs> the big high rollers, the, they have honor. They're honor bound. They're, they're whales. That's right, sir. That they're as honorable as you are, sir. <laughs> 
They gamble a lot, so they got a code. You know what I found? A lot of these people, they're called degenerates. They're actually some of the best people you're ever going to come in contact with. Okay? <laughs> some of these guys, they're unbelievable. A lot of these guys, Christians, a lot of, what do you mean? Huh? What do you mean? What, they took everything? Oh, my God. They lied to me? Oh, my God. <sighs> they're like samurai. They have a... There's a code. Okay? It's like I have. Okay? Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, it, so is what he said. Trump quote: "Gamblers are honorable." And <laughs> I mean, gamblers- he's in a casino. How does he not? Even, I mean, it's not like you, it's not like you're like in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, "Man, someday I'm gonna find out what a gambler is." I bet they're honorable. Like you are in a casino. You're like, yeah. I mean, obviously we have to break a lot of thumbs. <laughs> this is thumb guy. Quote: "Gamblers are honorable in their own way, at least about gambling." What? I, mean, I don't sense. believe that to be true. No, I don't. Think <laughs> no. So Akio returns to Trump Plaza in May, and again he immediately went on a quick winning streak. Trump biographer Henry Hurt the Third said Trump was quote impolitely sweating the action uh-huh. in full view of Kashiwagi and the other patrons before he finally excused himself. Yeah, get out of there. Akia went up $9 million. Oh, boy. <laughs> so altogether, he's up $14 million, right? Oh, I mean, boy. Uh, $15. Uh, yeah, with the previous six, he took Trump's down $15 million. Wow. So Trump uh, was completely completely freaked out, and, yeah. and he thought about stopping the game. He thought about just saying, fuck it. You take the money and run. And, right. Yeah. Uh, but Markham convinced Trump to wait okay. and let the math work. Okay. Which has always been Trump's philosophy. Yeah, he's always about the math. Let the math do the talking. Akio continued to gamble for more than five days, and at one point, Trump heard Akio had a massive losing streak. And it occurred right after they switched dealers and a team of men went out and a team of female uh, dealers came in. Which Trump can empathize with more than anyone. (laughs) And... Jem said, quote, I want those women dealing to this guy all the time. I don't give a damn if it's a coincidence or not. Women are objects. Put them out. Trump called the female dealers directly and said he expected them to stay at the table. Okay. Still, he's going up and down. He's winning. He's losing. He's winning. I mean, it's five days. Yeah. He's like Trump's signature. That's right. Then, on the sixth day, as Markham predicted, Trump went up $10 million. So, altogether, he's really up $4 million, right? Right. Because he lost the six already. Um, Trump then stopped the game. What? Wait. It's a gentleman's agreement. Well, it's... Gamblers have honor. Well, apparently they don't. But... Yeah, he just stopped the game. And what is... What's... He would later write, quote, Remembering our deal, I told my people to stop the play. He was not particularly happy about this, but he agreed. When a deal is made, they usually abide by it. He said, Akio agreed. That is not at all Akio's version <laughs> yeah, of events. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He was, I mean, okay. he was fucking living. Yeah. Akio's aide told reporters, quote, Trump had dishonorably violated their deal by calling off the game early. The deal was for him to play until he won or lost $12 million. Trump had called the game after $10 million. Yeah. On every level bullshit. Yeah. So Akio is furious. Okay. Uh, he leaves the casino in a rage. Before he does, he cashes out $500,000 in chips. Okay. Uh, and, then his ma- a- and then his aide made an announcement. They were going to get the autographed copy 
uh, of art of the deal that Trump had given them, quote, we are going to burn it soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a lot I like about that, but among it, like, how hard is it to schedule a book burning? We're going to, we have plans to burn it in the fall. Okay. Uh, But now, Akio had been playing on credit. And he left before a $6 million check cleared his bank in Singapore, and the check either bounced or accused stopped payment on it. But either way... My guess is stopped payment on that shit. Either way, he didn't get the money. Okay. Wow. So Trump publicly threatened to sue, and Akio responded that Trump was the one with the credit problem. Akio's aide told the Wall Street Journal that Trump Plaza offered Akio a $5,000 shopping spring at Macy's, but that the store rejected Trump's credit at the register. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. Couple of fucking losers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The aide quote. We pity Mr. Trump's creditors. No wonder if they panic. Oh, wow. And sure enough, Taj Mahal would go bankrupt, you know, a couple of years later. Yeah. Uh, but things were also not good for Akio. When he returned home to Japan, his loss was huge news. Uh, there was a media frenzy in Tokyo about his Atlantic City disaster. Okay. And this was just the beginning. He was going on a losing streak. He flew to Europe to try to recoup his losses at Trump Plaza, but ended up losing another $15.4 million in wow. Europe. He paid his European creditors $5.3 million, but then said he didn't have any more money. At that point, it was believed he also owed the Las Vegas Hilton $5 million, as well as the $4 million to Trump. So he's, you know, yeah. he's in close to $20 million worth of debt. Just months after the loss at Trump's Plaza, he ran up gambling debts in other... Oh, I said that. Uh, so it totals about $19 million. Um, and then on top of all that, the Japanese economy was in a real estate bubble, and the bubble popped. Oh, no. His land values plummeted, and the Japanese media reported Akio had an $131 million bank loan that exceeded his assets. On January 3rd, 1992, so he he just lays low after that. He's staying in his house. He's just totally laying low. On January 3rd, 1992, Akio's family went out to pick strawberries, and Akio stayed home alone. When the family returned, they found Akio dead. White paper screens in the room were splattered with blood. He had been stabbed by as many as 150 times with a oh. samurai sword. It oh, all Jesus Christ. It had the trademarks of a Yakuza hit. Yeah. So the belief is, is that they were his backers. That they kind the of Yakuza had... The Yakuza were backing him. Gotcha. And he was going out and gambling. And then once he was cooled... And then once he lost the money... Then what's the point? Yeah. Or other people are like, or, well, maybe the European people came after him. But right. uh, as much as Akio said he was a billionaire, an independent assessment found his real estate business only had revenues of $15 million and a handful of employees. Japanese cops made an arrest. The Los Angeles Times said he was a, a quote, reputed local gangster who knew Akio's son. The murderer did not take any of the diamonds or any of the hundreds of thousands of dollars that were stashed in the house. He always had the doors locked, but this time the door was open, meaning he clearly let the person in. So he knew the person. Right, right. Um, But in the end, it's never been solved. No one has any idea who killed Akio. My theory is, Akio, how are you? 
Hey, I just got this new samurai sword I wanted to show you real quick, okay? That's Trump, crazy. Trump later told Political Quote, I loved our matches with him. He was a great player who loved big numbers. He made me a lot of money when money was very tight and the economy was crashing. But he didn't. He didn't say a word about caring that Akio had been killed. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's a fun one. Is that it? Yeah. Jesus, you jerk off. That's all there is. Oh, my God. Just some guy that owed Donald Trump $4 million <laughs> who got killed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I can't believe he. It's weird for me when he pops into one. That's really yeah, weird. Yeah. Halfway through to hear Donald Trump, I was like, what, "I'm sorry, uh, who's coming in?" Uh, yeah. Who's and coming? he and let's face it, he he would have lost that casino, you know, two years earlier, if if that Markham guy didn't exist. Right. That Markham guy was just happened to be. He, there happened to be a genius, you know, hanging around fucking casinos. A perfect that everybody genius, knew. right? Yeah. Um, <sighs> sources, uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, Adam Curtis's hypernormalization, the Los Angeles Times, Politico, uh, did a great story called, uh, Japanese, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called, uh, but they did a great story. Um, yeah, it's good. Oh my God, that's crazy. And then also the Osborne guy has a story about, he wrote a story about people, people are kind of fascinated with this guy. With who? With uh, Akio. Yeah, I'm sure. He's like a famous gambler. Well, there's, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's lore. I mean, there's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just mystery. Yeah. Anytime someone dies like that, you're just like, wait, what is. Yeah. What's going on? But I kind of love that, like, now that we know more about Trump and we know, we know how mobbed up Trump is. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's part of the dollop that we did on him, the two-parter. He's fucking mobbed the gills. Uh, his lawyer, who's now in prison, is a mob lawyer. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. could the, 100% just be something he's been... Oh, it's called... The political story is called The Whale That Nearly Drowned the Donald by Michael Crowley. Oh, shit. That's a great title. Yeah. Wow. Ugh, kind of gives me the chills a little bit. <laughs> so that's uh, just very... Uh, I mean, he was most probably killed by Yakuza. Well, the only thing that I would say that takes you off the Trump scent is that uh, it was seemed to be competently finished. Yeah, I, I would Yeah, I would absolutely say that. And then... And if there's one thing we know about Trump, it's that he doesn't like to finish a job. <laughs> but I, I would like to just believe that it was him just because it's more Dave, fun. Dave, you're allowed to. It's more fun. You're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to pretend it's the Japanese chef they hired. Okay. That's totally fine. It could be him. Well, it's got a lot of the, the hmm? markings hmm? of that. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chef on gambler oh. crime. Yes, sir. You can always tell. Telltale tell, tell signs. Tell, telltale tell signs. Telltale signs. Yeah, telltale signs. So we got we to gotta get you out of this house. Uh, you just come with me? No. I don't have a to-go bag. There, I don't have a go bag. There I don't is, think it's such a go bag. There is up near me a a home for men who are being abused by cats. I just and it is. It's not abuse. It's we've we've had I've a rough it. patch. He bit you. I, the last the last time I was here, he bit he me. bit you. He bit me violently last he time. He just bit you pretty violently this no, time it too. Was a, like, it, it was not. A, it was. A, here's the truth. Here you want you want a little dose of truth, motherfucker. Not, not really. Well, you're gonna get it. So open your mouth because the plane's coming in and it's got some food on the spoon. What? Shut the fuck up. Now I work all day, so when we do these at night at my place, I haven't seen. He's been like 
like normally if I come home, I have a little time to hang out with them, you know, like do whatever with jumping jacks and we put on our PJs and we take, we do a photo shoot as usual stuff. It's just when I come back tonight, I don't have a lot of time. I got to like make some food before you come over, you know, uh, and he's got this energy that's so when he's up here, he's in a good mood, but he's also a little like he's a little, a little more fiery. Okay. So you have a mental disorder, like a legitimate mental disorder. <laughs> and we got to get you to a doctor, a brain doctor. Do, do they got that at your cat man facility? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we signed cats. Yeah, we signed cats. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't. But we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. after it. Let's see you there.